0: How many times do you go to a hotel and feel guilty about using the plastic shampoo and lotion containers? It turns out we should all feel guilty because over the course of a year, a 100-bedroom hotel could go through as much as 20,000 miniature plastic toiletry bottles. Not anymore if it's up to our Trash Talk guest, Pat Davis, from Soap Cycling here in Hong Kong. Welcome to the show, Pat.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me. This is (laughs) a lot of fun and great to chat a bit about what I do.
0: Yeah, so tell us what you do. Tell us about soap cycling. Right.
1: Uh, Soap cycling, uh, we do want to talk about trash, but it's actually founded by students. And so the main primary mission was to give students here in Hong Kong a chance to run something real and get some real experience. Um, So every semester, we recruit a group of undergraduate interns from HKU. They come and run the business for us, make mistakes, and do great things. And they get graded for it. So I think in my time, I've been here for three years, I've had 120 students maybe.
0: Wow. How do you organize them if they're all coming in and out?
1: Yeah, we don't. That's the problem. (laughs) Um, But they're the lifeblood of our organization. They give us a lot of passion and energy. However, they also can be troublesome. So, yeah, it's part of a balancing act.
0: And so these are Hong Kong U business students or any student?
1: Mostly business faculty, um, but also we do get a lot of exchange students. Usually it's 50-50. We've got uh-huh. 18 students this year. I'd say 10 are local, 9 are, or 8 are from other places. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. And they do all the heavy lifting. So do you just right. sit back at your desk and you know. yell
1: at them? Um, <laughs> you no, know, uh, they do a lot of the thought work. We used to have them more operationally involved, but they, you know they have their projects and programs and stuff.
0: Okay, so let's dive into those projects and programs. What is soap cycling? Good. And then, where do you get the soap from? I have to go all the way back, We're going back to the right, start, right. start operation. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so soap. We all go to hotels. We all probably use the amenities there. Uh, the hospitality is an incredibly wasteful business. I uh, hope it's improving. I think it is improving, but um, especially like the. I don't want to mention names, but there are some big hotels right across the street from here in Pacific Place, um, and they have very nice large bars of soap from. Very fancy providers, very fancy name brand. Use it once, throw it away. It's like you don't even think about it. But um, soap is the easiest and most cost-effective way to prevent disease in the developing world. The the biggest killer of children under five in the developing world is uh, diarrheal disease mostly, but also tuberculosis and pneumonia. And these are diseases, once you put the soap in people's hands, yeah, you can prevent 90% of these diseases. That
0: is so interesting. So did the, the idea of soap cycling actually start with trying to get soap? to these people, or was it trying to eliminate the waste in the hospitality industry?
1: I wouldn't say, again, I go back to the students. So the, the big problem is students in Asia don't work until they graduate from college most of the time. Right. Um, when I was in school, I've pretty much had a job since I was 14, and it's but quite it common in, in some other places where you flip burgers at McDonald's. You're not going to become a professional doing that. You're not going to have like this thing on your resume, burger flipper, but you learn how to show up on time. You learn how to deal with difficult people, how to take criticism. Um, so these are kind of the, the foundation of becoming a well-rounded professional. Um, so six years ago, my, my boss, David, uh, he just noticed a lot of these business students, like he wouldn't hire any of them if they had graduated from school. They were really smart and really kind of organized and would show up on time, but just didn't have any experience. So they founded Soap Cycling. He basically came up with a list of business ideas and was like, look, I'll start one of these businesses, but you guys have to run it. And so that was kind of the genesis of it. And so soap, cycling, soap recycling is a established concept in the West. Mm. Um, there's some big soap recyclers in Europe and in uh, America. We are the oldest in Asia, also the biggest in Asia. And so, yeah, it just all sort of makes sense, empowering people, um, saving the planet, and also saving lives.
0: Oh, so. those are three big ones right mm-hmm. there. And so do you, what do you do when one of the hotels says, I have this? extra soap or mm-hmm. do you advise the hotels or do you just
1: we're moving in that direction to kind of become thought leaders uh, but this spring we're actually hosting a conference a sustainable hospitality conference to kind of talk about some issues and kind of maybe push the hotel industry educate them a bit and some other practices so hopefully they can improve so that's kind of where we're we've been around for six years we've kind of fixed the operations on a level it's it's quite good so now we're kind of moved to the next step which is thought leadership
0: Got it. And so – but you do – you take the soap. What -hmm. I think is really cool is you take the soap, the leftover soap from hospitality Mm -hmm. and give it to people in need. Right. Either in Hong Kong or abroad. Right. Yeah. And so where – does the hotel just give you the little bottles or do they dump out the – they've got excess soap in the back? You know how do they how do they give
1: you that soap? Uh, it's this difference. So we collect from five countries: Japan, Korea, Singapore, also mainland China, and Hong Kong. Uh, from Japan, places like that, they ship it in quarterly, so we just get it via sea freight. Um, and then in Hong Kong, we drive around and pick it up. So as I mentioned, we uh, have a work program for disadvantaged groups in our neighborhood, Kwai Chung. Uh, we hire about twenty five elderly, homeless, uh, disabled, you know, special needs, uh, minority youth. And so, yeah, we drive around, pick it up. Our homeless friends from Impact Hong Kong do all the heavy lifting, and then we take it back to the warehouse and and process it. But the bottles are a different question. Yeah, that's kind of something we just started a couple years ago.
0: Okay. So then, because when you're driving around picking it up, are you picking up the little teeny-weeny plastic bottles that we know so well? Are Mm -hmm. you getting the big, big jugs or –
1: the bottles. I could go into that. that. That's much more complex than the soap. You can't mix things, for instance. Uh. So we do um, we do aggregate it, agglomate it. What's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, so we do drain them. Put it in, all together. Lar- drain them in the larger bottles. We give them out to usually senior citizens, elderly, and housing estates, and then they have like a refill model. So they'll give us a deposit, like twenty dollars. We'll come back every month, fill it up for them, or they get their deposit back. So, I uh. last year we recycled about a thousand kg of plastic. So the empty bottles get recycled.
0: And then but originally then you were just doing soap?
1: That's our bread and butter. So last year we distributed about eighteen thousand kg.
0: And was it soap that I would go in and use in the hotel and put down and correct. Oh. And then they'd give it to you? Yep. And then do you kind of clean it up a little bit or?
1: Right. So we have about three thousand volunteers a year come through our warehouse um, and they do the kind of the heavy lifting of cleaning the soap, reprocessing it into the new bars, things like that.
0: What do you do? You kind of melt it down or
1: Uh, So first, it's cleaned, uh, just any detritus that might be on it. The soap is perfectly safe, as it is, actually. There's bacteria on it. As long as you don't eat it, it can't really hurt you. Um, The diseases that happen to your skin and things are used usually by not using soap, not by using soap that's been used. Uh, For instance, maybe growing up, we all had bar soap in the house, you know, by the sink. Your mom would use it. Your dad would use it. You would use it. There's nothing – there's no way to really spread disease that way. Um, But then, yeah, we clean it up. We grind it into small pieces, and we make it into new soap bars,
0: I going to pass it around. And then tell us about a little bit about the kind of people that you distribute it to.
1: Uh, so we distribute almost as much in Hong Kong as we do abroad. All the liquid soap stays here in Hong Kong. It's given uh, mostly to the homeless population, uh, refugees, elderly, poor. Um, and that's done through local charities such as Impact Hong Kong, Sunshine Action. we work with about 12 local charities. Uh, the, one, the stuff that's shipped abroad mostly goes to the Philippines. I'd say 90 percent. Uh, but we distributed to 10 countries last year, um, Cambodia, Nepal, Laos – um, pretty much any, any developing country in Asia. Yep.
0: That is really very cool. And then you've got the big conference coming.
1: Right. It'll be one day, April 26th at the Cordes in Mongkok. Um uh, And basically we received some funding from the government, actually, the Sustainable Development Fund, SDF. And uh, so we, we decided, we pitched that we want to try and uh, create more awareness of uh, sustainable tourism. Uh, tourism is a huge industry in Hong Kong, but it creates a lot of waste. And the city has a big problem with with waste, so um, there's it'll be quite some high level topics, you know, things like human trafficking, um, kind of sustainable kind of strategies on how to you know make your buildings more efficient, how to use less waste. There'll also be very kind of you know ground level housekeeping strategies on how like we do with soap recycling and how to um, you know deal with your waste in a more effective way. The um, waste levy charges will be coming up, so for the hotels, I think that's another main topic is how to re- reduce those charges perhaps as well. So. Both on the high level and the the practical level, we have lots of interesting and, and um, engaging conversations about best practices. Uh, speakers coming in from all over Asia to talk about, you know, what they do not just about soap but with other, you know, linens plastics, um, food waste, many different topics on uh, how to make sustainability or how to make hospitality more sustainable.
0: That's great. And that's all part of your desire to be more of a thought leader in this right. area, right? And we've expand it out.
1: gain this expertise and these contacts with different charities over the last six years. I think we've tried to share it with as many people as possible and hopefully make a, a sea change eventually. And, and uh, how consumers view hospitality providers—you know, choosing a hotel based on its practices, sustainability practices—and also the um, the hospitality industry itself. Hopefully, will move in a more sustainable direction, which it is. But we're just trying to maybe provide some more reference and, and contact. on A little on those bit things. more of a push, right? Yep. Yeah. Make it <laughs> a, more a
0: gentle nudge, right? Right. And then you've got the soap cycling. Cycling
1: cycling for soap cycling. Yeah, not,
0: <laughs> not too inventive. Well, what but, happens there?
1: Uh, this is our third, uh, third chance of doing this. We went to Fujian the first time. Uh, the second time we went to Kaiping, which is in western Guangdong. And this time we're going to Daopeng Peninsula, which is just east of uh, Shenzhen. Basically, we are students. We bring them. We, we recruit people from the community. I think we're taking 28 people this time. And, yeah, we cycle around. We uh, hand out soap. We usually go to schools or to elderly centers. Interact a bit with the locals and just have a good time.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much, Pat, for joining us. And if you want to learn more about soap cycling, you can look easiest on their Facebook page.
1: Yeah, we have Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, with all the... All the things. All
0: the things. And it's under Soap Cycling, S-O-A-P-C-Y-C-L-I-N-G, Soap Cycling. And you can sign up for their upcoming cycling event, which is next weekend, but there'll be another one in the fall. Or you can look at their Green Hospitality Conference. If you know someone who's in need of some soap, Mm -hmm. uh, definitely reach out to Soap Cycling. And more important, if you know someone who's – Running a small hotel or short-term mm. uh, residence that is not sending their soap to soap cycling, please suggest it.
1: Yeah, I would say calls to action. There, we do have public volunteer sessions. So every weekend you can sign up through Hands on Hong Kong. Come to our warehouse and work for us uh, if you want to see how it works. Also, we do distribute liquid, like, you know, shampoo, bath gel to, like, Airbnb owners. Anybody who has to buy soap for whatever reason um, and they want to just have a refill is a way to save plastic. So
0: That is awesome. Yeah. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app, or follow us at Twitter at SustainableAsia and on Instagram at SustainableAsia.co for new episodes and trash tips. You can also visit Plastic Free Seas Hong Kong on their Facebook and Instagram pages for more trash tips.